Welcome to Brainwaves, student research on air. This podcast series is a collaboration between CKUT and the Postgraduate Student Society of McGill University. We are here to feature student research of all disciplines in Montreal and make academic work more broadly understood and accessible. Um, I'm here today with Amanda. Amanda, can you just briefly introduce yourself and your program of study? Yep, my name is Amanda Harvey, and um, I studied English literature. My research basically outlined that through the process of media reappropriation, and specifically looking at the reappropriation of commercial media, uh, the individual is able to disrupt the symbolic order by resisting hierarchies in place in cultural capitalism. And through this reappropriation, the consumer and the individual can reclaim sound and the artifacts that are used to subjugate him, her, or them. Um, Also, the individual feeds back into this cultural industry um, by way of reproductive technologies, and that allows for the fragmentation and the possibility to disjoint the sonic boundaries of everyday life. So specifically, (laughs) um, the human being, as they exist in the world, they exist as a sonic body. And our bodies um, out in the world create uh, a discourse, a sonic discourse with with each step that we take. And um, also with new media technologies, uh, so cell phones or sound recorders, Uh, new modes of experience have been constructed, as well as new ways of listening. So obviously the sonic boundaries of everyday life have been changing. And uh, my research looked, or I was looking specifically at the way that subjectivity is created by both new media technologies and sound waves in the air and the relationship between these two things. The relationship between our bodies and the space around us creates a dialogue. So we make noise as we move, and that noise obviously plays into noises around us because our world is a sonic world. Mm -hmm. And the dialogue between us and space is dependent on the gestures and the sounds that come to find definition and meaning within our landscape. And the sonic body traces all audible events across all environments. It participates with various fields of energy that swarm through the soundscape and finds interlocking rhythmic patterns that narrate the course of everyday life. So this discourse with each step mobilizes a rhythmic language that places the body within a greater network of related exchanges. And the vibrations in the air can be manipulated by individuals. And this can be through contact with an instrument or um, just with our voices. So my research, or I was looking specifically at uh, the reappropriation of commercial media. So because I had been going to concerts a lot and recording quote-unquote commercial media, sometimes pop music, I was thinking about what I can then do with those recordings. I mean, that sound exists to be heard, but as a recording, it becomes a a tangible 
almost object Mm -hmm. and um, the individual can then take that object and make it into whatever they want even though it's technically a commercial product Mm -hmm. and I guess that reappropriation of the material can redefine what it means for us to be individuals in society because commercialism and consumption and capitalism are often ways in which subjectivity is created or the individual is subjugated, period. Culture industry mm-hmm. as a whole, um, the cultural industry, I guess I would define it or is defined as the process by which capitalism manipulates the individual's needs and desires Mm -hmm. to conform to the manufactured production. Um, So people who internalize this manipulation by the industry cease to be autonomous, sorry, autonomous. Um, And that system that's in place which was originally meant to liberate the individual is actually a way it's become a system by which to control and it seeks only to fulfill itself by manipulating again the individual and um, mass consumption and mass ideology renders the individual apathetic and ingrains this desire to consume and if we look to other ways um, or what consumption actually does to us and retreat to higher forms of art, you know, art that kind of looks at itself and recognizes its place in the world, um, we can delegitimize the cultural industry or just, you know, the capitalism Mm -hmm. and, uh, and rework kind of our place within society. Sound art has been used in several facets of like uh, several political acts and um, as sound culture um, or I guess as the modern age grew people became very uh, obsessed with this signal like type of sound so um, sound which was very clean and had almost no reverberation. But sound artists and noise artists subverted that idea and really looked to um, using quote-unquote noise and uncomfortable sounds and these uh, field recordings in order to kind of redefine what sound or good sound i'm sorry is you are listening to brainwaves student research on air head to the website culture.cket.ca brainwaves to listen to other podcasts in the series or to learn more about having your own research featured if you are enjoying this podcast consider checking out all things mcgill from 11 a.m to 12 p.m on monday on cket 90.3 fm on the dial or www.ckt.ca online even within commercial music there are always there have been several artists um, and musicians that use noise as a way of subverting Uh, capitalism, consumerist culture, and commercial media. 
And I'm thinking specifically about uh, Krautrock, which is, again, a, a quite a lewd term, um, but it's a genre that emerged in Germany in the late 1960s, and it went into the 70s. And um, this form of music aspired to escape the structures of everyday life um, by exploring things like repetition and um, kind of these <laughs> these sounds of cars and very industrial noises. Um, the bands that were prolific in that time used strange unconventional materials in order to create commercial music. And looking back now, I mean, a lot of people really fetishize this period of time um, in, in music when in fact at that time it was it put a lot of people off. I mean, a reference to industrial life and growing up in, or existing, sorry, in a, in a modern city or in modern times and really being around all of, um, I guess, these machines or devices and interacting with them, but not really knowing what that means for us. And I think it, for crowd rock musicians and other musicians who really work with field recordings um it's kind of a dialogue between themselves and the environment and them exploring what it means to be a person in the world who exists alongside you know machinery or just exist period mm -hmm. instead of it being about you know just one individual controlling and homogenizing this signal-like sound that has become so pervasive in commercial music and pop music. It's about the individual really um, twisting that and delegitimizing these ideas about what is good and what is bad because there's a liminal space between those two poles and that's kind of where they're going. So yes, I would say that it's it really de... Um, democratizes um, music and I think that's what noise rock really plays with yeah uh, within our current society sound is treated as a signal so all noise and reverberation from commercial music or sound we hear on television or in movies is really pared down to be kind of a signal like clean um, sound mm -hmm. uh, in order for it to be easily consumed by the individual so that there's kind of nothing in the way. It's just us and the sound and it's coming to us, um, kind of penetrating us mm -hmm. in a very intense way. Uh, yeah, so throughout our modern age, uh, there's been a real desire by um, individuals or by man to control sound, um, and that way we can really evaluate it, and man has seeked to demonstrate their mastery over the physical environment by um, by looking at the their preoccupations with efficiency and good sound. So as sound has been 
digitized the need for a very clear and signal like tone and pitch has become really pervasive in sound production practices obviously identity production or how the individual becomes an individual is uh, very determined by social structures that exist beyond the level of the individual so through our lifestyles values dispositions and the expectations of social groups uh, the individual shapes their past and present circumstances in everyday life. But uh, with new media technologies, specifically cell phones, um, which are everywhere, <laughs> um, this aids in this kind of creation of a facade of individualization, um, while at the same time suggesting this necessary participation participation in collective ideologies. So the individual is constantly putting themselves out into the world and blurring this boundary between private and public life. I mean, every time you post a photo or you share a status on um, Facebook, that is your thought. I mean, that is putting yourself out into the world and letting everybody know how you're thinking, how you're feeling, where you are, what you look like. And that is it's constant um, so the individual body through this active participation and relationship with technology I'm sorry has become a public body and the public body is also a sonic body because we make noise as we move around and um, we are evolving and transform transforming as a result of our participation in all different facets of society and technology obviously allows for the public and everybody around us to engage with and penetrate again the private so we are always connected to what is happening outside of us so thinking a lot about sound and you know concerts and music you can be at home in your bedroom and watch a concert that's being live streamed and feel as though you're there experiencing it. So there's just really a lot of blurring between public and private, but also live and recorded. You just listened to Brainwaves, student research on air. Head to the website culture.ckut.ca slash brainwaves to listen to other podcasts in the series or to learn more about having your own research featured. If you enjoyed this podcast, consider checking out All Things McGill from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. on CKUT 90.3 FM on the dial or www.ckut.ca online. CKUT is McGill's campus community radio station that provides alternative music, news, and spoken word programming to the city of Montreal and surrounding areas, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year.